I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about wheat and why wheat specifically really is something you want to consider taking out of your diet. And it's not just the wheat that uh, you're thinking about. You know, it's, it's high in sugar, it's high in gluten. There's a lot of other issues with wheat that you really need to pay attention to. And usually when I give this lecture, people will say, I never thought about that. I do have chronic back pain or knee pain or I've got headaches or I've got joint pain or I've got indigestion or gas or bloating. And they cut out the wheat and a lot of times that's the secret. The other secret thing you want to give up, there's three things you really want to give up. Uh, wheat, dairy products, and artificial sweetener. Those are the three biggies. If you have to pick out things to give up, give those up. So a lot of doctors mistakenly believe that a lot of the problems with wheat comes from gluten. So in other words, you don't have a problem with gluten. If you don't have a problem with gluten, you don't have a problem. Well, that's not true. Gluten is kind of a generic term. It consists of hundreds of little tiny small compounds, and any one of those can trigger inflammation and an immune response. And that's not even a fraction of the whole story. According to a study published in Plant Physiology, I bet you have that uh, magazine in your house right now, right? Plant Physiology, perhaps in the bathroom. Modern wheat is capable of producing 23,788 unique proteins. So what happens is your stomach's job is to take proteins and break them into amino acids. And amino acids go into your small intestine where they get absorbed, and then they get sent to the liver, and the liver says, okay, you are going to become eye tissue, and you're going to become muscle, and you're going to become toenail, and you're going to become hair. And so the amino acids are then reassembled and become body parts, which is great. It's a normal process. However, when you put a protein in the body that it can't recognize, it's called a foreign protein, the immune system looks at it and goes, you know, I don't know what that is. So I better attack it before it causes damage to my host, you. And so the immune system can attack it. And normally the immune system attacks it and you don't even know what's happening. But sometimes the immune system goes crazy. It goes awry and it can start attacking yourself. And when the immune system starts attacking the self, it's called an autoimmune condition. And sometimes it shows up as rheumatoid arthritis. Sometimes it shows up as a thyroid condition. Sometimes it shows up as colitis. So when the immune system starts attacking itself, we've got issues. And one way to calm down or stabilize the immune system is cut out these foreign proteins and wheat being one of the big ones. And that would explain the studies where people have shown to have severe reaction to wheat and no reaction to gluten itself, even in high doses. So the wheat has other things aside from, you know, if you take pure gluten, uh, people may not have a reaction, but they can have a problem with the wheat. So there's basically two tests, two antibodies that are related to gluten. And the doctors test for it. And if you don't come up positive for that, they say, that's ah, all in your head. Don't worry about it. But science has found numerous compounds and grains aside from gluten that can be related to long-term problems. So it's also the wheat that, it's a powerful chemical in the wheat that protects it from being eaten. Because you got to realize this, that plants don't have any way to get up and run away. So what plants do in nature, they'll produce things that prevent you from or cause problems when you eat it so that you don't keep eating it. So that's a kind of a plant defense mechanism. Like cactuses have uh, little spikes on them. Well, that's one thing, but sometimes it's chemical. 
wheats and grains have these defenses and it can really deprive yourself of, of a lot of vital nutrients if you're eating them and it can slowly leak out toxins into your gut and that's called a leaky gut syndrome. One of these chemicals, aside from gluten, is called wheat germ agglutinin. You've probably another word you've never heard of. Amylopectin A, wheat germ agglutinin. Studies show that wheat germ agglutinin can have a direct effect on most tissues in the body, including the heart and the brain. And in fact, it enters the brain so easily that what scientists are doing is they hope they can use it as a delivery system for Alzheimer's drugs. So they can attach the Alzheimer drug to this wheat germ agglutinin and let it get absorbed directly into the brain. Because the brain has something around it called a blood-brain barrier, and it protects the brain from toxins getting in there. So sometimes the medications, if you're giving somebody a medication, is considered a toxin, and it doesn't pass the blood-brain barrier. So if we can disguise it or get it to hitchhike a ride on something like wheat germ agglutinin, it gets right into the blood, into the brain. Problem is, that alone can cause issues with the brain. So like gluten, wheat germ gluten can disrupt your hormonal system, weaken your immunity, uh, cause digestive problems, promote systemic inf inflammation, which is the whole body becoming inflamed. And the highest concentrations of this wheat germ gluten are found in the whole grain, including supposedly these healthy sprouted grains. So if you're eating plain old white bread that's been all this stripped down of all the good stuff, so to speak, well, you're not going to get as much wheat germ gluten. you got to a lot of other bad things. Take the whole grain, you're increasing your wheat germ gluten, which is what I said earlier. See, if you pay attention, all these things come back at you. So, so what you don't know can still hurt you. Studies show that even if you don't have a gluten intolerance, a lot of foods can cause inflammation and they create these little tears in the gut. And these little tears in the gut create an opening from your digestive system into your blood system and it's called leaky gut syndrome. About 30 years ago, I was talking about leaky gut syndrome and it was like unheard of. What is this weird voodoo leaky gut syndrome thing? Now, it's mainstream. In fact, just the other day, I was talking to one of my colleagues at the station and she said she was diagnosed with uh, some colon issues and she said the doctor has me on some medications, but she also has me on, and I love this, prescription strength probiotics. And I said, really? And I said, that's really progressive. That medicine has come to the point where they realize that, you know, drugs don't cure everything. And if you take antibiotics, you can kill off the good bacteria in your colon. And I've done plenty of shows on how the bacteria affects your brain function, your immune system. And she said, yeah, that's the new trend now. So once again, I smiled and I put that in the Dr. Joe is right column. So once again, Dr. Joe is right that you need to have good bacteria, and now medicine is finally catching up to us. Medicine is so far ahead of we holistic practitioners in many, many areas, and I humble myself to my medical doctors when I, need, when I need medical advice, when I need medical treatment for my patients. And it's nice that now it's gone full circle and the doctors are coming back to us. And in fact, major universities come to, come to me and my staff all the time. Will you come teach here? Will you help us set up a wellness program? Will you be on podcasts with us? 20 years ago, chiropractors and medical doctors living together in harmony? Unheard of. Now, it's commonplace. And in fact, they're coming to us. Because I've always gone to the medical profession. If I have a medical issue, I talk to a medical doctor. I don't, I don't, I'm not a medical doctor. But now they're coming to say, you know what? We can't fix a lot of things you can, so can you take care of those patients for us? So it's like the dawning of the age of Aquarius, where cats and dogs will live together in harmony 
And I hope it stays. I really do. Because everybody has their place in the healthcare system. And I like to do conservative treatments first, chiropractic care, nutrition. Maybe you might have acid reflux or heartburn. We need to massage the stomach down away from the diaphragm. And if that doesn't work, then we can add more aggressive techniques like medications. And if that doesn't work, we can get more aggressive and do surgeries. I, I get referrals all the time. The other day, I got a referral from a neurosurgeon friend of mine. He says, you know what? You don't need neurosurgery. Go see Joe first. See if he can help you. If he can't help you, then we can always cut your brain open. And I thought, you go, boy. And it happens all the time. I just get love getting referrals like that. Anyway, I digress. You might not feel the slightest gurgle in your belly, but 50% of newly diagnosed celiac patients have no noticeable abdominal distress. Now, celiac is a disease where gluten really triggers you. And 50% of people that have it have no, uh, no, no abdominal distress. They don't have the gas and the bloating and the cramping. Pretty cool stuff. So every time you take a bite, it's causing damage to nearly every tissue in your body if you have these reactions and you don't even know it. So this can set the stage for a lot of uh, different diseases. And some of the symptoms you might have, aside from digestive problems... Headaches and fatigue, chronic sinus issues, lowered immunity, arthritis, uh, joint pain, bone pain, nutrient deficiencies, long list of skin conditions. I cannot tell you how many patients come to us with skin problems and they have rashes and they can call it whatever they call it, uh, dermatitis or they have a, a bunch of them. Can't think of all the ones that I've seen in the past couple of weeks. And I tell them, I said, listen, let's, I know you've done the prednisone. I know you've done the creams. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine with you doing that from a medical standpoint. But try this. Let's give up the two foods that cause the most skin reactions. That would be wheat and dairy products. So zero wheat, zero dairy. Not a bite, zero. And let's see what happens. And almost inevitably, I can't think of any case where it didn't happen, they come back and they say, wow, look at my skin, doc. My eczema is so much better. My psoriasis is getting better. So let's see if we can fix it from a chemical standpoint. And a lot of people are thrilled. Babies, a lot of times babies come in and they, they have a weak immune system already. And they're given that maybe the mother gave them milk, a milk-based formula. Get them off that. And sometimes soy will do it too. Get them off that. Get them on some good foods. And inevitably, not inevitably, but almost inevitably, the body starts to heal. Journal of the American Medical Association published a report showing that gluten-sensitive people will still consume, who still consume grains increase their risk of death by 75%. That's a high risk of death. New England Journal of Medicine lists 55 conditions that can be caused by eating gluten. Some of them include cancer, heart disease, osteoporosis, irritable bowel, inflammatory bowel disease, fibromyalgia, thought I could do it in one breath, thyroid disease, anemia, epilepsy, canker sores, lupus. Had a patient call the other day, one of my listeners, and she said, Dr. Joe, she called me a few weeks ago, I got a lot of canker sores in my mouth. I said, stop biting your fingernails. She said, okay. Called me a few weeks later, said, I stopped biting my fingernails. I still have canker sores. I said, let's give up the wheat and the dairy. Let's see what happens. And that was just a couple of days ago. So let's see if it works. And also by eating a lot of bread, it can adversely affect your brain. Not a good idea. There's a book written called uh, uh, Grain Damage. I thought that was kind of a cute title. More than 50 years ago, doctors discovered that some mental patients had spontaneous recoveries when bread was not available to them. So it's the term bread madness. It's kind of interesting. Doctors at Duke University reported a woman who had a 50-year history of delusions, hallucinations, and suicide attempts. Within a week of stopping wheat, her symptoms started to disappear. Wow. So why don't you do this? And I got a lot more to cover. Don't worry. But I'm going to give you my challenge again because I got to keep hitting you with challenges. Why don't you do this? Why don't you stop eating wheat 
for a week, maybe 10 days. Give it 10 days. Let's, let's go crazy. So that's breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pasta, soups, stews, gravy, salad dressings. Be careful. Read the ingredients. It's everywhere. See what happens. See what happens if you give up the wheat. And let's see if that's something that we can then leave out of our lives and see if you feel better. If I'm wrong, so what? I'm wrong. But if I'm right, which I am, then you're going to consider doing this for hopefully the rest of your life. And I think you'll be really happy with that. So modern wheat is different than the wheat we talked about earlier that was you know, from the Bible. There's about 70 mil, 700 million tons of wheat cultivated worldwide. It's the second most produced grain in the world, second only to what? Corn. I thought it was going to be soy. It's actually corn. Uh, it's grown on more land than any other commercial crop, and it's considered a staple food for a lot of people. But in the United States, it's different. Some point in history, the ancient grain was nutritious in a lot of respects, but modern wheat isn't the wheat that we're used to. Once big business took over to develop high-yielding high crops, wheat became hybridized to the extent that it became completely transformed from its prehistoric genetic uh, configurations. So remember that. It's not the same stuff that your grandparents ate. It's a big difference. So there's a Dr. Davis. He wrote a book, uh, Dr. William Davis. Uh, he's an expert in this field. And it's an interesting book that he wrote. He called it Wheat Belly. And a lot of good information in there. Now, some doctors may argue back and forth, but the bottom line is this. Do it for yourself and see if it works. And if it does work, I want you to do it forever. And if it doesn't work, so what? I was wrong. There's no downside to you experimenting on yourself to give this up. Because as a chiropractor, patients come to us all the time, and a lot of them are chronic pain or, or acute pain. And they say, Dr. Joe, or my team of doctors, what can we do? What can we do? And even if we give you the best chiropractic care in the world, and I like to think we do that. I have no proof of that statement, but I like to think my doctors are the best. We then do a nutritional workup because we want you to get well. and We want you to do the things that you need to do to get well. And part of that is you have to take some responsibility for your own health care. Some people come in and say, I want you to do everything for me. All right. We'll do everything we can. Other folks say, Doc, I'm willing to do anything you tell me to get well. And those are the patients I like. Because we sit down, we do a nutritional consultation. And by the way, we can do a nutritional consultation over the phone, because I know this show is heard around the world. We can always do it on Skype. We can do it on the phone. And a lot of people call in and say, Dr. Joe, I want you guys to do a workup with me to find out what I need to do. And in most cases, I can't think of any I didn't ever, I recommend Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. And the reason is, they're powders. It's the minimum amount of nutrients your body needs to get well. And the, super, the essential source is about 10 servings of raw fruits and vegetables, prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, complete multivitamin, tons of good nutrients. And I start every day with it. People say, what do you eat for breakfast, Dr. Joe? Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, and usually like a piece of fruit. Lunch, well, lunch is almost always a salad or something along that line. I usually get hungry around 10, 11 o'clock. And if I get hungry, I get shaky. I don't actually get hunger pangs, but I get shaky. So what I do then is I'll have a couple of handfuls of nuts in my drawer at my office. I have uh, different types of nuts, almonds, walnuts, pecans, pistachios. And I'll have a few nuts. Salad is one of my meals every day. And sometimes the salad's my snack. And then dinner kind of varies. But if you go to my website and you sign up for my newsletter, I'm going to send you a link to a lecture that I did called, So What Can I Eat? And it covers what you can eat. It's a whole hour of just what you can eat. And that's all there. And if you need books to follow, uh, Eating Right for the Health of It is my first book. Uh, a lot of recipes in there. Everything is gluten-free, of course. Everything is wheat-free, dairy-free, soy-free. 
And my second book, if you haven't read this one, it's a really good one. Uh, it's called Prescription for Extreme Health. And if you like the radio shows and you like what you hear, you probably want to read that book as well. Now, folks, if you're listening and you like what you hear and you want to make an appointment to come see us, we would be honored if you gave us the opportunity to find out if you have something we think we can help. So if you want to make an appointment, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. Go to my website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe, and we will set you up a time to come in. We accept people with all insurances, no insurances, car accidents, sports injuries. It'll probably be the best decision you've ever made when it comes to healthcare. Certainly one of the best decisions you've ever made when it comes to healthcare. And our patients just love getting well. And we love helping you get well. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're ready to get well, only if you're ready. If you're not ready, don't make, a, don't make an appointment. Go to my website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe, and we'll set you up a time to come see us. And we're excited to see you come in and bring your family, bring your friends, kids. Kids need to get checked. Because if kids are out of place, they grow crooked. If they're straight, they grow straight. We want that opportunity for get, to get the world healthy. And believe me, with this generation, it's scary what's happening to these kids. I couldn't imagine a better opportunity to get well than getting on a good diet and getting chiropractic care. So go to my website, make an appointment right now, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe. You can do it online. You can call us. I've never seen a car accident where the car was damaged where the occupants weren't, ever. So don't kid yourself. Well, I wasn't hurt. I'm fine. No, you get checked. If you're fine, you're right. We'll send you home, but you're not going to be fine if the car was damaged. So we're going to continue talking today more about wheat. And the wheat uh, today uh, isn't the wheat that your grandmother had. It's an 18-inch tall plant created by genetic research from the 60s and the 70s. This thing that has a lot of new features that nobody told you about, such as there's a new protein called gliadin. So in wheat gluten, there's something called gliadin. It's not really gluten because gluten is found in a lot of things. It's kind of a branch of that. Now, I'm not addressing people gluten sensitivities and celiac here. I'm talking about everyone else because everyone has some susceptibility to gliadin protein that is an opioid. It's an opiate. It stimulates the pleasure centers in your brain. This thing binds to the opiate receptor sites in your brain and most people it stimulates hunger which can make you eat more which explains why if I do have a piece of bread, haven't had one in a long time, I want to eat more. It stimulates my pleasure centers. I want more. So if this was just a few people having a good reaction to giving up the wheat, eh, that'd be great. But when we start seeing the studies out there and people come to us and they say, Doc, I gave up the wheat and it helps with my diabetes. It helps my arthritis pain. It helps me lose weight. My legs were swollen. I had irritable bowel syndrome, depression, on and on and on. It's something I really want you to consider. So you want to avoid these wheat-oriented products. I've, if you want to do that, I suggest you eat something called real food. And what would that be? Fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Everything I've been teaching you for the past 35 years. Avocados, olives. Uh, if you're going to use olive oil in small amounts, again, it's a processed food. Even though it's good, it's a processed food. So limit that. Vegetables. And again, if you don't know what to eat, go to my website. You can sign up for my newsletter. It's free. And we'll send you a link called So What Can I Eat? And my first book, uh, Eating Right for the Health of It, describes it really clearly. 90% of the grains we eat are wheat. They're not the flax seeds and the other good things that are. And again, uh, grains are actually seeds. It's a kind of a fine line. What is a grain? What is a seed? We just kind of call like corn. We call it a grain. It's really a seed. But don't worry about it. Don't get caught up on the semantics. 
So a lot of health experts who continue to promote the benefits of wheat oftentimes are shocked when they hear shows like this and they go, wow, I never thought of it like that before. And I really appreciate, by the way, if you're a healthcare professional, I do appreciate you first tuning in. And second of all, being open-minded to say, you know, let me reinvest, let me rediscover what I thought I knew. Let me investigate what Dr. Joe is saying and let me see if it's right or wrong. And inevitably they come back and say, Dr. Joe, you were right. I remember I gave a speech one time uh, to a nutrition department at uh, Emory University in Atlanta and uh, dietitians were there. And I was talking about nutrition. It was one guy, he was just, oh, he did not like me. Big fella too. And he said, you know what you're talking about. Dairy products are good for you. It's, it's well-documented. It's in the government research. And I said, all right, here's my challenge to you. Go out and research dairy with an unbiased spin. Look at it and see what you find. And if I'm wrong, I'll come back and I'll apologize. And about three weeks later, I got a phone call. I said, Dr. Esposito, this is such and such. I remember his name. He says, remember, I was a guy yelling at you. I said, oh, I remember you. You were big. I got scared. And he said, I have to admit something. He said, I was wrong. I mean, he said this. He said, I was so bent on the fact that dairy was good for me. I started doing the research to prove how wrong you were. And everywhere I turned, I started realizing that a lot of people have reactions to dairy. It has proteins called casein, similar reaction to gluten in the body and gliadins. And so the, they said, I'm sorry. And I want to thank you for what you taught me because I now can help all my patients for the rest of my career. So I was wrong and I apologized. And I said, apology accepted. Thank you for being man enough to realize that. Because every now and then, somebody will get a little upset when I talk about wheat or if I talk about pesticides or if I talk about meat or something. And oh, I'm ready. you know what you're talking about. And I said, I'll gladly discuss it with you. I've got all the research. Let's have a meeting. And then they start researching and go, oh, he was right. Darn it. I don't like that at all. So what happens is, as we talked about, we extract, uh, 60, uh, wheat is processed into what's called a 60% extraction. Uh, it's bleached white flour. 60% extraction, that means that most of the wheat products, 40% of the original grain is removed. And, and so not only are they unhealthier, they modify, they're hybridized. We also remove a lot of the nutrients like the bran and the germ. And that's where you're going to get the things like the vitamin B1, B2, B3, the vitamin E, the folic acid, the calcium, the phosphorus, the zinc, uh, the copper, the iron, fiber, of course. It's lost. And you can only get fiber from plants. And that's why when you eat a whole food, I want you to eat the whole food, not like uh, orange juice. Orange juice, high in sugar. Whole orange has fiber slowly pushes this food through the colon and gives you a slow release of the sugar. And so if you're going to eat fruit, about three or four pieces a day is probably all you need. I'd recommend that you uh, you eat the whole thing and not just the juice. If you're going to juice, vegetables are great to juice because vegetables have a cell wall called cellulose. And we need an enzyme called cellulase to break down the cellulose. And we don't produce cellulase as humans. And so we have to either chew it really good to physically burst open the cell walls of our vegetables, cook it, which the heat then causes the heat, the water to expand and burst the cells. But when you cook it, you destroy some of the nutrients or you can juice it. And so if you're going to juice a lot of vegetables, very little fruit, that's the, 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 the key there. And we talked earlier about wheat germ and glutenin. Uh, it's largely responsible for a lot of the wheat's uh, problems with uh uh, digestive issues and health issues, and it's kind of hard to di uh, uh, diagnose. Research is, now research is now discovering that wheat germ and gluten in modern wheat is very different from ancient strains. Not only does it kind of throw a monkey wrench into the works that we're doing, but due to the fact that wheat germ and gluten is found in the highest concentration in whole wheat, that's where the problem comes in because that's supposedly a superior 
form. And then the sprouted wheat also has a high form as well, high amount as well. And that kind of pulls the rug out from the health industry when they're saying eat the whole grains. So we're kind of in a pickle here. So the question then everyone asks is, is there a good bread? And the answer is, I wish I could say yes. Because as an Italian, I miss my bread. But this is what's going to happen because it happens to everybody. You start eating whole foods and you start realizing how good you feel. And you start realizing how you're losing weight and you have more energy. And people say, you're looking younger. Did you do something? Did you have facial surgery? Did you uh, have uh, you know injections uh, to get your wrinkles out? The body really responds so positively to a whole food diet, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. If you have pinched nerves, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, chances are you have a pinched nerve that can easily be fixed, not every case, by putting the bones and the muscles back in place. If you have acid reflux, we may have to massage your stomach, pull it down away from the diaphragm so that the stomach can now digest food more efficiently and help prevent things like leaky gut syndrome and allergic reactions. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, go to my website, listen to hundreds of hours of radio shows, drjoesposito.com, and at least get Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Those are the two nutrients everyone, I almost everyone should take. And those are on my website. They're also on Amazon. If you have an account there, you can get them there. And if you want to make an appointment to come see us, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. Go to my website, drjoesposito.com, and we will be more than happy to set you up an appointment. If you're ready to get well, if you're not ready to get well, don't make an appointment yet. We want people who are serious. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. So if you're ready to get well, drjoesposito.com. We accept people with all insurances, no insurances, car accidents, sports injuries. We want to be your doctors. Hey, folks, thanks for listening. Tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.